So welcome everybody to the third Wednesday Peace Alliance Department of Peace Building campaign uh, call. Uh, we're glad to see everybody here and as people continue to join us, we'll just go around and do some brief check-ins before we do some reports and uh, have a conversation about manifesting peace. I'm from Chicagoland. I'm uh, one of the people on the Department of Peace Building Committee and uh, looking forward to, to being in DC, in DC in just a couple of months in May. So we haven't gone in the spring for a very long time. Who else would like to speak next? Well, I'm uh, Nancy Merritt, and I'm from the San Francisco, Oakland Bay Area, and really happy to be here with all of you. I'm Deanne Tate. Hi, everyone. Um, calling in from um, Bridgeport, Connecticut, um, otherwise known as the Pogosset Golden Hill Tribal Lands. And um, just glad to see everybody tonight. I'll go next. Hi, everybody. I'm Laura. I'm calling in from Northwestern Pennsylvania near Erie, and it's just great to see everybody. I'm from Tallahassee, Florida, Kendra Mon, and um, with the National Committee, and um, it was 78 degrees today. <laughs> and I think you were going to speak next, Lori. I, I cut you off. Hi, everybody. I'm Lori. I live in D.C. And yes, I'm just really happy. Oh, happy to be here with you all and excited that I'm going to be seeing some of you in, uh, in a couple months in the flesh. Yes. Yeah. Great. Uh, Beth, welcome on the call. Do you want to check in? Yeah, thank you. Want to just say hi briefly, tell everybody else where you're from? Hi. Okay. Beth is from Minnesota. She's She joins us most calls. Um, who'd like to go next? I'll go next. Um, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Amina, and I am calling from, uh, I'm also from San Francisco Bay Area, um, similar to Nancy, um, from the city of Dublin. Um, good to see everyone and glad to be here. Yeah. Hi. Kathy, you want to say hi? Uh, yes. Uh, Kathy from Houston, Texas. I always laugh when I say Houston, Texas, because it would be the least likely place you would think I would be from. So uh, glad mm -hmm. to be here. And I enjoyed um, the quote that you included in your email, Karen, from Lori. It was very beautiful. Celine, you want to say hi with everybody on the Sure. Um, so my name is Celine Aitken. I live in Southern Oregon land of the Shasta people, the Tekelma, and the Lakawa. I haven't been here before. I'm just checking in. Um, DJ encouraged me, Chandler, to come and you. I do know Kathy, and um, that's it. Hello. 
Okay, great. And she texted me. She's having computer problems, but she's trying to get on. Uh, Deborah, would you like to say hello again with more people on the call now? Sure. <clears throat> Hi, I'm uh, Deborah Walters from Champ Champaign County, Mechanicsburg, Ohio. Uh, we had 70 degree weather today, sunshine, but oh, 30 to 50 mile an hour winds. But um, other than that, uh, it was a great day. And I'm just glad to be on the call. I try to get on when I have an open night. So um, just happened to have that and I'm glad to be here. Okay, thanks. Patrick put in the uh, chat box that uh, he's just listening. So welcome Patrick as well. And uh, we start each call with a connection exercise. Um, Kendra, are you up for that tonight? I was just going to check with Lori to see if she wanted to do it. Hmm. Yeah, um, I could do it. I, I kind of along the lines of the um, of the quote. It's it's. Can I just give a little background? It's we're we're going to be um, praying peace, and and I know that that word praying is a loaded word, but I I don't I claim like all religions, this is not a religious thing. It's just a way of taking a thought. And you fuel that thought with your emotion. So we get to that place of peace. So that emotion would be love and you create a feeling of peace and then you pray peace. So that's what we're, that's what I was going to do. And I just wanted to explain that a little bit. So, okay. So let's just take a nice deep breath. And then you can like, you close your eyes if you're comfortable when you're ready. Again, we're just going to take a nice deep breath, a nice, just filling up our chest and our lungs. And our out breath is really slow, a nice, slow out breath. Just releasing and letting go. And again, a nice deep in-breath. And breathe out slow. Letting go of all any thoughts, anxieties, worries. There is only now. And now is a perfect moment. So one more breath in. And just releasing and letting go as you breathe out. And as now, if you just allow your breath to come back to its natural rhythm, you become aware of any tension leaving your body from the top of your head to the bottom of your toes. You release and let go. Rest in this stillness and allow your heart to open to the love of spirit of God that is within you and is everywhere present. 
you are immersed in divine love. You are love. You are peace. You are light. As we quiet our minds and open our hearts, we touch the presence of spirit within and find perfect peace. So as this feeling of peace embodies us, we go deeper into that heart, our heart space. And with our hearts united, we radiate our heart energy to one another and to every being, including Mother Earth, everywhere. And as we radiate our heart energy, we feel that joy of the deep connection to all life. We feel the presence and light of spirit opening up and healing the hearts of every person on this planet. We see our mother earth renewed and refreshed. And in this vibration of oneness, we join with hearts everywhere. We feel the sacred connection of every heart on the planet and we affirm peace for all. Imagine the joy of people of all religions and cultures and ethnicities coming together in love and in peace. See the smiles, hear the laughter. Imagine everyone living in harmony with Mother Earth and all living beings. Imagine the joy of all creations, alive and free. In this moment, feel a world at peace. Every situation and circumstance is now unfolding for world peace, for the awakenings of all beings into our true nature. With hearts united, we establish harmony and peace in our lives and in our world. Spirit, Mother, Father, God, thank you for this opportunity to shine our lights and bring healing to ourselves and to our world. We thank you for this inherent power to choose the world that our hearts desire. We are filled with gratitude for answered prayers. Light is blessing us. Love is healing us. And peace is moving from within us. There is peace, there is joy, there is harmony in our lives and in our world. And so it is. Take another deep breath. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful, Lori. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.
see if maybe we can clip that out and save it somehow. <laughs> I know, I was thinking about this. <laughs> start every day with this. Can you imagine yes. if Congress started every session with this? Yeah, we should have a recording of this. Yes. <laughs> but we do and we will. <laughs> Thank you. That was just absolutely beautiful and inspired. Okay, so uh, I know Nancy has got some burning great news, and I, I think we go into that. We'll have a couple of update, updates from the campaign and then uh, continue manifesting peace as uh, Lori has led us into for this call. Wow, Lori, how do I follow that? <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I'm married to a preacher, and uh, you certainly rivaled what, what he does. And uh, <laughs> I, You guys I are too on, nice. I was on a call with my grandson the other day, uh, who's five, and he said, uh, you know, I was saying, well, well uh, Doug's, biz Doug's, at, Doug's busy at church this week preaching. And uh, Dylan said, well, what's preaching? And I, and I was like, wow, I don't know. I've never had to really explain it so all, all I could come up with at the moment was well he's talking to people about making a better world and oh. I think that's I think that's what your message was for sure so thank you mm -hmm. uh yeah a lot happening on the um, <laughs> department of peace building front <laughs> um so we're right now at bill number 999 fortuitous number I think and um, as you all know we're we're kind of in a holding pattern not exactly but kind of waiting for uh, HR 1111 to come up and uh, no doubt within a few days um, that will happen and um, the really good news is because of all of our advocacy and our literally hundreds of phone calls and emails um, so far, we have 27 members of Congress who've come back onto the bill as um, co-sponsors co co or original co-sponsors. Uh, there may be a few others. We have a lot going on in the background uh, contacting those and uh, hopefully some, some others will come on, but if not as original co-sponsors, certainly as early co-sponsors. And um, so that's been definitely a big focus. And so that's going to impact a, a little bit what we do on our next phase, which will be uh, for lack of a better title, I'm just calling season for nonviolence plus two, which will mean I will, uh, I will ask those of you who are willing um, to take on two plus or minus, um, uh, co-sponsors and follow up intensely with them in the next uh, two to four weeks and um, try to get the, another focus group on or at least very aware of what the bill is about. And, um, and I'll definitely talk to each of you who, and if you're interested, please put your name in the, um, in the chat and uh, I'll put you on the list of folks that we're in communication with about this. Um, another thing I just wanted to bring great uh, kudos to Charlie, who's not on the call right now, but he's been a super helper in helping me uh, round out 
find all the information. Actually, I have a list of somewhere slightly over 200 members of Congress uh, that we're going to focus on in the next whatever <laughs> coming up. And so he's been helping me um, find their uh, legislative directors. So that makes it a lot easier for us. And then I've compiled all the, you know, addresses and phone numbers and everything. So that makes it a lot easier going forward. Um, and that list, just to let you know, includes both Democrats and Republicans. It's based on um, uh, people who are in the Congressional Black Caucus, the Progressive Caucus, people who are on the Tom Lantos Human Rights Commission, people who are co-sponsors of the bill that Barbara Lee just dropped, uh, the uh, AUMF bill, um, not authorizing military force. And that has almost an equal number of Republicans and Democrats on that bill. Um, there's probably a couple other criteria, but those that's our pool right now. And uh, so that's what we're gonna do uh, going forward. And um, how that all turns out will also impact and how we focus when we go to Washington, DC. So thank you all for um, so many on this on this call have been a really big part in getting those new co-sponsors or old co-sponsors back. So thank you. So Karen, what are we doing for, for uh, advocacy days? Well, Kendra had her hand raised. What did you wanna say, Kendra? I just wanted to hear more about the University of New Mexico. Oh, I forgot to tell you all. Um, yeah, so as some of you know, and some don't, um, I've been working with uh, New Mexico, the New Mexico campaign for Department of Peace Building, um, probably as long as I've been working with Peace Alliance. Um, and every other year, um, because of the way the uh, their legislature is in New Mexico, they can bring up a bill every other year. So every other year uh, since I think 2001 or 2003, they've introduced a Department of Peace Building or Office of Peace Building bill uh, into the legislature. And they just introduced something about two two or three weeks ago. And New Mexico has a, a peculiar, um, or we'll say unique uh, <laughs> way they do their legislature. They have short sessions and long sessions every other year. And they the long sessions are two months. So everything has to happen in two months. So it moves really fast. Um, so uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, they don't have a lot of time left, but they have they have a few people who've really stuck with them over the years who are senators or, um, you know, representatives from that New Mexico branch. So, and now we have a dedicated group of people in New Mexico that have been doing this for a long time. So send a lot of good energy to them. Yeah, great, great. Thanks. Hey, Amina, did you have something you wanted to add? Yes, yes, thank you, Karen. Uh, I just wanted to just add to what Nancy said earlier about the second phase of uh, congressional outreach. Um, I, I really love the idea, Nancy. You and I have talked about this before as well, uh, of kind of like uh, a model of adopting <laughs> congressional members that, you know, each one of us take a number and 
Uh, I know you're starting with two, so that's great um, to just kind of be dedicated. I know, you know, their staffers are probably extremely busy during this time of the year, and we've already spammed them enough. <laughs> so it'll be best to, to take an approach of owning that account and one person kind of works okay. with them. I think it also helps with establishing that relationship that's important along the way for us as well. Yeah, and I know, kinda... I know I'm going to ask you, and you know who they are. So yes, we'll, we'll, we'll I, I got it. a few. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. more to talk about later. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, anything else about the the bill, or that anybody wants to ask or or celebrate? I could just say on the website we have an overview of the new bill. Uh, it's like a one two page, you know, two sided, one page thing. And uh, we also put on there a report of what the DOP committee has been up to, what kind of mischief we've been making in the last year. So, um, and there, there's tons of other information on that page and on the Peace Alliance, all the other pages on the Peace Alliance. So um, definitely check it out. Perfect. That, that's perfect, Nancy. Thank you. I was going to ask you about that offline anyway, about the mm -hmm. summary of the new bill, because yep. they ask every time I've done advocacy, they, they typically ask, give me a summary. So that's yes. great. Thank you. Yes. Yes. She's ahead of the game there. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can go to dopcampaign.org to go right to the DOP uh, page or peacealliance.org to go to the whole website and and look under, um, I think it's advocacy, and then find the Department of Peacebuilding campaign. So either way, we'll get you there. Uh, and a reminder to check the calendar periodically. I mean, we have this call. Now we have um, fourth Wednesdays are uh, newcomers or mentoring calls for the Department of Peacebuilding campaign. We've had kind of requests from some of the newer members to have a little bit more time to explore what's what's going on and how they might get involved more or learn more about the bill, anything. So anybody's welcome to, you know, join those calls, no matter how long you've been in the campaign. And, and we'll talk about whatever people who are there want to talk about on those nights. So uh, we had a wonderful first call last month and uh, looking forward to, to connecting with people more deeply. We usually have more one-on-one -on -one time and, and uh, those really flow pretty well. Uh, the Peace Alliance had those in the early days that they called newcomer calls. So we're just doing it specifically for the campaign here. Um, so that's great. And as Nancy started to say, we've got advocacy days coming up. So um, we, all, we haven't always had so many prior co-sponsors on the bill before it dropped. So kudos to everybody in this room now and, and people who couldn't be present tonight that have been working on it, and especially Nancy. So she's done a lot of follow-up and, and corralled everybody and assigned them people and, <laughs> and uh, followed up if you weren't doing Bugged you, bugged you all. Yeah, yeah so I, I wouldn't doubt that Nancy personally has sent over 100 emails or phone calls uh and you know magnifying everything that everybody else has been doing so uh that's really great progress uh in a pretty short period of time and looking forward to the bill dropping so we um around this time last year we started thinking about uh that we don't have a lot of co-sponsors very often lately when the bill drops and let's have a uh 
meeting up in DC shortly after it drops so we get them on sooner because often we're still toward the end of the two-year period of the session of Congress, still getting prior co-sponsors back up on the bill. So it's like, let's get a head start. So we talked about it over time and we've got the flyer up at dopcampaign.org. So we set the dates, May 7th through 10th. Uh, Congress is not in session on that Monday. So we added, we made it a three-day session this time. Uh, We've done this before where people can uh, attend one, two, or three days. Uh, we do drop-offs and in addition to meetings, so people are welcome to attend other people's meetings. Whoever's hosting a meeting with their representative or an office that's in their area will check and see if they have any restrictions on how many people can come. So it's really a wonderful experience. Uh, people who haven't uh, done it before, really appreciate it, and, and those of us who have been doing it for several years still appreciate the magic that happens in these meetings with staffers uh, in Washington, D.C. So encourage everybody who's able to join us to do so. Uh, Lori and Jana uh, facilitated our having some hybrid calls uh, since September. Uh, where they were in person in Washington, D.C., and we had Zoom connection. So we're going to offer that every time we can while we're there. Uh, Laura's going to kind of hold down the fort in Pennsylvania and (laughs) man the system to do that. So anybody who it's not the right time for you to make a trip to D.C., you can participate by Zoom. And another aspect that we always have is if you can't participate in those ways uh, to amplify our voice by making phone calls to the offices that we've attended. And we will do that closer to the dates when we've got some uh, meetings scheduled. Uh, So uh, and we're not charging a registration fee this time. We just decided just come. You've, everybody's on their own for their travel expenses, etc. We do some room shares. We, we're at a hotel that's, that's very clean, but it's like the oldest hotel in the area, but it's very close to the hill too. So, and they have a free meeting room that we can use when we're there. Uh, so we, we still like going back to that hotel. It works well for us. And uh, um, so we can do room shares or people can book their own rooms, whatever people like. So there's a, a survey at on the registration form, a link there for you to tell us if you're thinking about coming or want to participate via Zoom or, or whatever it is, or if you'd like a room share. So you can fill that uh, survey out from the uh, flyer and spread the word. Um, you know, if you're going to come, invite neighbors, invite everybody to see how many people you can bring from your area or state. Uh, and we'll... We'll just work with whoever we have present. Anybody have any question about advocacy days? Aaron, did we choose the Harrington because Laurie loves their bar? <laughs> God, thank oh, you. Oh, I Nancy. wasn't aware of that. But, uh, <laughs> another good reason. Oh my goodness, she's telling all my secrets. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It has it has a cheers kind of feel, you know. I like it. Yeah. I mean the whole the whole place. Yeah. Yeah, I like it there too. They have a restaurant that's open during the day and then it closes at some point and then the bar restaurant is on the other side of the lobby that's there. So there's just a lot of convenience there and a lot of other places to pick from not very far away as well. Mm-hmm. So it works well to have debriefing uh right there in the place. Yeah. 
Anything well, else? We'll, and we'll definitely come for cocktails at, at, in, in my place, I, I, I'll, or whatever, you know. Drinks, <laughs> drinks and dancing on the rooftop for sure will be part of the program. <laughs> Okay, okay, that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> All right, and and the flyer also has information about a live training call. We've got calls on the uh, on the website from before, so if you if you're going to schedule a meeting for the first time, uh, we've got uh, training for that on how do you reach out. There's also materials on the website, so we'll we'll get more information about that. But you could also uh, reach out to us or or ask questions later or before then. And uh, we've got a training call scheduled on a Saturday uh, in late April. So you can, that's on the flyer, so you can look at that. And we're still planning on going again in September. Um, we've just had some really good calls last year around advocacy days and since then. And uh, it just feels like a right time to, to double down on our efforts to have conversations with members of Congress and to, to keep building that momentum. So we hope that we are very pleased this time next year with our efforts and the results that we've gotten. Anything else before we continue the manifesting peace conversation? I might say a quick, quick thing about, um, we also have a lot more in the works on the Department of Peace Building and, and how to move forward. And uh, uh, when we're a little more clear about that, we'll share all that. But we're, we're talking about things like hearings and um, other things to move forward. And we're, and we're also working on a flyer right now on how to talk to Republicans so we can get a little more deeply involved with actually doing that. <laughs> it might be a scary step for some of us, maybe not for others, I don't know. But um, anyway, that those are a couple of things that are in the works. Yes, and another NVC training, but we're planning on a um, four hour training on a Saturday in August to really go deep into um, improving our listening skills and improving our lean speaking skills you know especially sometimes we have somewhere between 15 and 30 minutes uh, with staffers and we have three to seven people in the room so really practicing listening to the the staffer to see what what they might connect with around the bill and to to focus on those things and to give everybody a chance to to speak leanly in the room so really looking at all different ways to make our advocacy more effective yes amina um yes hi karen uh, just the quick question going back to the advocacy days um the dc one um you mentioned um you mentioned the the hotel that you guys typically stay. Where would would I be able to find the information on the name of the, what it is? Since I'm kind of new and not familiar exactly where you guys stay, that information you said there's a flyer or yeah, it's be on the website and, and, the registration. Yeah, dopcampaign.org. Gotcha. There's a, a okay. list at the top to the left, a little bit further down yes. where it talks about advocacy days and there's a link to the okay. flyer there. Perfect. It's, it's the Perfect. hotel Harrington, but the address is on Harrington. There. Okay. That's yeah. the one. Okay. Lori's favorite place. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will remember that. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
and uh, probably the most reasonable rates that we see for a, a decent hotel, yeah, where you don't have to be concerned about where you are. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Not to mention, they closed the hotel around January 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, rather than risk hosting a bunch of insurrectionists. Oh, wow. I wasn't aware of that. Interesting. Yep. yep. Wow, good for them. Yeah. Uh, that's impressive. Well, well, there actually was a problem outside the hotel. So they decided to be prior to that and they shut it. They wouldn't, they didn't want those people staying at their hotel. Yep. So, ah. yeah. Yeah. That's good. They made yeah. a stand. Yeah. 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 A thoughtful response. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? All right, Kendra, do you, are you leading this section on discussing more how we manifest peace? Uh, you're on mute, Kendra. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Lori did a great job of helping us manifest peace together in ourselves within ourselves and within this group and with the world and um so i wanted to give you a little bit of an idea about art math those that that don't know about it because they actually have come up with the science of this whole connection thing. Um, so I think Laura has it set up on her computer. I'm ready to go. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, hang on here. Need a screen share. Laura has ascended into invisibility. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> at the right hand of God. Um, can everybody see that? Yes. yes. Okay, here we go. We've all felt at one point or another, we are interconnected. But is this an illusion or scientific reality? After conducting years of experiments, Researchers at the HeartMath Institute have discovered what they describe as heart coherence. Coherence is an optimal state in which the mind and emotions are brought into alignment and in sync with the heart's intuitive guidance. Practicing the state of coherence creates a cascade of neural and biochemical events that benefit the entire body, especially our mental and emotional stability. The human heart generates a magnetic field that can be measured outside of the body. The vibrational pattern of that field changes based on our attitudes, emotions, and intentions, and can affect the mental and emotional states of others around us. Our Earth is constantly bathed in electromagnetic fields. 
these fields affect and connect every living organism on the planet, human beings included. We are not only all swimming in a common vibrational field, but each of us are contributing our own positive or negative vibrations to the field based on our thoughts, feelings, and interactions. And when you are in coherence, your heart resonates in the same frequency range as the Earth's magnetic field. Oh, wow. Together, this effect is magnified. Could large numbers of people synchronized in heart coherence generate a more coherent global field that can benefit others and help offset worldwide fear and incoherence? This is... Did you want it to stop there, Kendra? Yes, please. Okay. Um, and, and then it goes on to say what the heart math, heart math uh, global coherence initiative is. And you can look that up on, on heartmath.com. And um, essentially what they're saying is that a growing body of suggests that an energetic field is formed between individuals and groups through which communication among all the group members occurs simultaneously. In other words, there is a literal group field that connects all the members. And, um, and they, help, they help us to align our heart, mind, emotions, and body. And that's what they call coherence. And so what that film was explaining was that not only when we are in coherence, that we feel peaceful, but that we have a field that connects with others and lifts them up to our field Yay. peace. And so um, that's what we want to discuss among ourselves tonight. And I, I would just wondered um, if, if you have had an experience like that and what what you felt like when you have had that group connection at the heart feeling. I can start by just saying that when I've had that feeling, it's just like, it opens up creative juices. And I just get kind of hot. I just wondered if you had any of those kinds of experiences and how it felt to you. Can you see me? DJ. Can, can you see me? Yeah, DJ. Um, yeah, I, I've had it with my students when I was teaching big auditoriums full of students. 
and I came from the heart space and talked about love and education and how love could heal all the injustice. And it's been really, it's been really intense. It definitely exists. And even back when I was doing my dissertation with my students, we used to do this with our hands so we could feel electricity between our hands. And then we would join in a circle and feel electricity going through the circle. I loved it. I loved it. Thank you. I can think of a lot of times, um, a lot of them connected with, with this organization. Um, some of you know Marty Lewis in Monterey. Um, really, whenever I talk to her, <laughs> it's that feeling of, uh, well, coherence that we're all in this same bubble together and um, that there are really no accidents. And um, I felt that so many times on, um, we've had a history over the years of California uh, Department of Peace Building retreats, same thing. Same thing when we go to Washington DC, um, I feel like people really get into sort of a high and from the way Laurie and, uh, and Jana described their being in Washington too, it felt like, you get into some kind of zone <laughs> and it's uh, really beautiful because you're just connecting with so many people um, in the capital, outside the capital, in our group, the taxi driver. You'd be amazed the conversations we have with people. Um, Jana with her train adventures, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I feel like it's happened a lot. I, I was going to add, I think it, it happens, it's that feeling of being connected, right? You know, it's whether it's a group or the, it's, I, I mean, there's just, I remember there's just an incident from years ago when I was in line at a grocery store. And just like when we take the moment to like talk to the person, you know, ahead of us, rather than just, you know, be impatient. And, and it was and in those moments, and it was such a funny story because this, the checker was taking a long time. And it was New Year's Eve, and I was judging the checker. And I said, "Okay, it's New Year's Eve. Let me get in a right headspace." So I said, "I'm going to ask the person in front of me." I said, "Hi, you know, what are you doing for New Year's Eve?" And he said, "It looks like I'm going to be spending it here." <laughs> yeah. But in that moment, that sweet connection, you know. And so, anytime you find that connection, I mean, usually it brings tears to my eyes because it's so sweet, you know. Um, I don't know, are we gonna, like when we're all connected, I wonder if I'm gonna go around crying all the time because it's that release, <laughs> it's that beautiful release, you know? So I, I think what it comes down to is just making that connection. And of course, you know, with like-minded people, it's a little bit easier, right? You know, and we've attracted each other as well, you know? So um, I don't know, it's just, to me, it's all about connection, yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree. Actually, I I know about Heart Math Institute, and I think they're headquartered in Northern California, north of San Francisco. Um, there's a gentleman by the name of Greg Braden. Um, oh, yeah. He's a scientist, and also as he 
for his work is as some of you might know about him. He is on the board of the HeartMath Institute and mm -hmm. uh, he talks about this heart-brain connection and coherence a lot. So um, I, I practice that on a daily basis. So I, there's not a single instance that I, I mean, it's more on a daily basis. There are multiple times that I have that, that sense that you, you guys are describing uh, with various, you know, especially in relationships with other people. Um, but I've experienced that in many meetings with you guys. And, and Lori, like you said, I, I genuinely believe that you attract the people that, you know, just that one meeting and conversation I had with Marianne Williamson led me to, to the Peace Alliance with my conversation with Deanne and with uh, all of you. And, and I believe in that and that there's no accidents, like you said, and uh, it's that coherence between our heart, our intention and our heart and, and brain that, that kind of attracts our condition. So I, I definitely agree with you all on that. It's just it's it's actually south of San Francisco. It was just about 20, uh, 20 miles from where I grew up in the mountains in the Santa Cruz I mountains. See. So just a little okay. bit south, just a little south. I of see, San I, see. I know it's in the northern, yeah, yeah, northern California. There somewhere. I almost I'm so interested in the work that they do. I wanted somehow to visit them, <laughs> but I've never had the chance to do that. But I've heard a lot um, about them, and I, I I follow their work. Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing. So this titled discussion is about manifesting peace. And so we've talked about with Lori, we've, we've opened our hearts and, and felt the connection. And we've talked about the connection that we've in the past. And I just wondered what you think of when you talk about manifesting peace and what does that look like? Um, for me there's a couple of really simple things and again it's they're examples from going to congress but um we almost always go to the front desk and the staff person who's there is usually the most lowly person on the totem pole and we always thank them for what they're doing and I don't know, nine times out of 10, they're shocked to be, be thanked. Mm -hmm. And that right away creates a, a connection. And um, we did the same in, the, uh, in a dark office building in the basement. We went to a Republican office and we walked in and they said, nobody's ever visited here. And we're like, wow. <laughs> thank you just for being here and just for what you're doing and so I think just just some thank yous and um, just reaching out I, th I think that's a manifestation of peace yeah Ruby did you want to say any more um yeah I've been practicing heart coherence for a long time, several years, and um, it's just wonderful. There's a process you can do for yourself. If you want to get an insight for yourself, there's a heart coherence process, and then you come up with an insight at the end, and it's, I do that a lot and learn a lot about myself and life, and it's just a wonderful thing to feel connected to your heart and living from your heart. So 
I'm planning to teach this to a bunch of people soon. So I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you, Ruby. Laura, you were wanting to. Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, I don't think we really ha um, have to manifest peace. I think we peace is already here. And so like the heart math, people say it's how do we connect to that peace? And how do we embody the peace that is already here? How do we receive the peace? Um, and but also I've been challenging myself maybe the last month or so to get past a certain disbelief that um, related to the DOP bill. And so when I take my hikes and walks, I just challenge myself to think it's already here that bill has passed, we have a department of peace, it's already here, and how has my world changed by acknowledging that it's already here? So it helps me to get past that disbelief and just walk around imagining that we already have the department, we have all these infrastructures for peace and everybody's already supporting each other and connecting each other and you know, sort of working those, um, you know, all those new offices and things and just that it's already here. And uh, it's already kind of transformed my thinking a lot, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. I'm going to throw a monkey wrench into the conversation. Um, so I guess I struggle with this. It's already here uh, and we just have to uncover it because there's so much going on just in our country regarding oppression and um, marginalization. People can't even vote, right? So I, I can't imagine just uh, sitting like Buddha and think it's going to happen without us getting out there working for it. So, and that... What I'm talking about is a small facet of decolonizing spirituality, which I think all of us should learn more about. So I'm right there with you. I want peace, but I'm going, I think that I'm going about it a little bit differently than, than what's being presented here. So I just want to speak my truth into the space. Yeah, I want to, I want to agree with you. Yeah, I want to agree with you, Kathy. I really do. And I think it's really important that that be said right now. And, you know, how do we balance all of this? You know, why can't what we're trying to do be more interconnected with the people who are being marginalized and oppressed in our country right now? Like, why aren't they here? And, and I think it's really important that that we move forward in 2023 with, with some kind of plan. So this changes. This is just too white. Tonight is just too white. I'm, I, I don't see everybody's faces, so I hope I'm not offending anyone. Um, you know, I, I, I just I'm so glad you said that. It's, it's like what you said, Laura, was very beautiful and very meaningful for you. And, and that's great. And I love you, Laura. I think you're amazing. And, and I love heart math and, and Julia Gandhi, I love, and she teaches heart math and she's taught it to me. So it's not that 
I'm dismissing anything. It's not, it's not that at all. It's about how do we open up this conversation to welcome in all the, the voices that need to be amplified that are not present today, mm-hmm. here, now. Right. And it doesn't mean we change, we, we, we have to change the way we, we are, but there's got to be something, something that, that, that we don't have the answer for right now, today, this moment, that right. we could have a plan to have the answer. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. Sure. I okay. think, Karen, you were trying to say something. Me? I could say something. Thought <laughs> <laughs> you were. Yeah, I appreciate all the the expressions and and um, you know generally and uh, and I think of, of of all the people who are out there doing things to manifest uh, peace. Laura is one of them. So yes, to take a moment to to be in vision and then to go back and get to the work um, and acknowledging that we don't have the kind of diversity that we would love to have within the campaign on our calls and in, in different settings and so forth. And uh, yeah, and we've talked about that, that, uh, you know, we need to go, go out and recruit people. Uh, and uh, when the campaign started, that was, that was built into the campaign and we've gotten away with, gotten away from rather a grassroots structure. So that's certainly part of what we're redeveloping in the campaign. So we've, we had a bit more diversity back then, but we certainly uh, needed to improve it even then uh, because people were actively going out and giving talks in their communities and so forth uh, and connecting with other organizations and, and building the campaign from the bottom up. Uh, so we're, uh, Kathy Kidd is one of the people that's working on that, the, the grassroots committee now with the Peace Alliance. So there's, there's definitely lots that we can do and everybody in this room can invite, uh, people to, to join the campaign and go into their communities and say, Hey, this is, um, uh, I think you'd be interested and we'd love to have you or, or whatever feels right in your heart, uh, based on your relationships. Um. But yes, acknowledging all of it. Yeah. So if I, I if I'd like to just add to the conversation, because yeah, I don't think it is an either or, because I, I believe exactly what Laura was talking about, and it's how I did that prayer earlier. It, and that is from Greg Braden. And and um, I mean that's where I learned a lot of this, or a lot of people. If you read a lot of the uh, you know, the, um, the wise people, you know, spiritual leaders for lots of years, hundreds of years, they all talk about this inner technology within us to, and you're not creating or maybe not manifesting. It's that peace is the way that truth is the way and love is the way. And we need to raise our vibration to be in alignment with that because that's what the truth is. And so I think that there should be people praying 24 seven, I think that would create, you know, jobs that holding the space for, for, for peace, because I think the more people you have doing this, this is how you bring into existence that reality. And I, I mean, I could give you a small little lesson what I learned from Greg Braden, but the scientific explanation is that every possibility exists in nature. There's, so it's where you put your focus is what comes into existence. So if you have enough people 
praying that and that, you know, praying that peace, that's how you bring that to focus. A religious person would say, God knows your prayers before you've even asked and God, you know, God knows everything's been created already. And so everything is there. I mean, you could, however you approach it, I approach it more from the scientific way. So I see, because I, 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 I believe to have peace, you have to have oneness. I see the oneness when you see, you know, we're here for a reason at this time to bring this light to, to existence, to bring that into reality. Uh, it doesn't, you could still see love and peace everywhere, even in the midst of this chaos. Now it's really, it's hard. My heart, I mean, I was, I, I cry thinking about the cruelty and the suffering that people have to go through and the planet's going through every day. It hurts my heart, but I'm not going to give up on peace, you know? So I have to focus on the good to bring the good into existence. It's not going to do the world any good if I stay, keep my energy really depressed because of what is going on in the world. So I, I just, I just feel like it's, it's both. You got to do the work, but I think the power of prayer, the way that's done is, is so powerful. The way Laura explained it, I think that is key. So I just want to say we've got one minute left to the call and Amina has made a request to have a moment of silence for the loss of life um, uh, in Turkey and Syria. Uh, so let's, uh, we'll, we'll end one minute late. I, I think Nancy or whoever has a closing quote, let's have a minute of silence and then we'll close with our quote. Thank you everybody for the conversation. And, and yes, the campaign from the beginning has been about being the change we wish to see in the world. And so much of that is uh, how we're, uh, I don't even know how to say, but maintaining our own heart space. So vibration is key. Uh, so let us acknowledge those in Syria and Turkey. Thank you. I have the closing quote. Um, it's from Doc Children. I don't know how to say that name, but the heart mass founder. Dare to connect with your heart. You will be lifting not only yourself and those you love and care about, but also the world in which you live. Mm -hmm. Can I give a really short one from Maya Angelou? Sure. 
she said, um, go out and be the rainbow in somebody else's cloud. No. Much gratitude for everyone here for what mm -hmm. everybody brought to this call. You're all beautiful people. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. So glad to see you all. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful. Have a good evening. Thanks. Thanks, Kendra. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jana. Bye.